Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's new podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. And I'm Ian Kennedy. So today we'll be talking about health. It's pretty broad, so we'll be covering a lot of different topics. Remember, if you get lost, check in on that transcript online as well as the vocabulary guide. So Ian, it is August, the month that everyone dreads in Chile. Have you gotten sick yet this month? I have gotten sick. I'm actually feeling a little under the weather as we speak right now. My voice is a little nasally. I've got the sniffles. I don't know if it's allergies or something in the air or, or what it is, but it seems like August is a month where everybody's feeling a little bit down health-wise. I've heard uh, you got to get through August and then you can make it till the end of the year. So, what, we have half the month left, so let's, let's keep going strong. I have not gotten sick yet in August, so that's a plus, but I definitely feel like these winter months are harder. I mean, you can see the smog, you can feel the smog. Mm-hmm. I mean, I go for a run and I can like feel it and I'm breathing. Exactly. I feel the same way. You go outside or you do some walking, maybe go to the top of uh, Saracen Cristobal like I like to do. And once you get to the top, you look out and see just clouds of smog covering the city. It's pretty gross. I know at first, because I'm from Boston, you're from Missouri. I mean, we don't have smog. So this was the first city I've ever lived in where there's smog. And so I remember my first hike um, on San Cristobal, I was like, oh, it's really hazy out, like the clouds, it's going to rain. And and people are like, no, that's just smog. (laughs) (laughs) That's just living in a big city. Yeah. You can definitely feel it, like days where I exercise and I feel it in my lungs, I'll look on my app of the, the smog level and it's always like you know, in the red zone. Sure, yeah. I'm even at the point where when I go out for a run or, or do anything outside, I usually like to have like um, like a little face cover or something, cover up my mouth and my nose just for a little precaution. Don't know if it helps a lot, but I like to think at least it helps. So, It's interesting living in a city with smog, and what's even more interesting is when you hear about like smog warnings, when you hear the government or the city say, Today's not a good day to spend a lot of time outside, or don't let your children play too long outside. That's kind of crazy. It's nuts that you have to kind of like regulate what you do based on the air pollution. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But yeah, so August, we're surviving. So you've been in Chile for about two years? Yep. Have you gotten sick a lot since you've been here? I haven't gotten that sick. I think a couple times I've gotten the flu, but I feel like pretty normal, just a couple days. I've only been to the health clinics once, and they gave me a shot, and I was out on the street again doing fine. So pretty good experiences here, but yeah, I've been lucky not to really get so sick while I've been here. What about you besides besides August? Have you gotten sick at all or had any yeah, experiences? Yeah, I mean, I've had a few colds, but, you know, kind of the normal, nothing nothing to cry about. I mean, for you, do you are you someone that, like, really doesn't want to get sick and, like, is proactive? 
about about that or yeah so obviously don't don't like getting sick don't want to get <laughs> sick but i'm not really obsessive to the point of every single choice i make i'm making sure that i'm not going to get sick or i don't really try to necessarily like avoid certain people on the subway or things like this i think a lot of it's inevitable but yeah there are definitely some some measures i take to to try to stay healthy to try to prevent myself from getting sick it was funny the other day i was i was feeling like i said under the weather not that great so to be preventive i went to the pharmacy and i bought cold medicine i bought vitamin c tablets i bought tea for for the cold i had something important happening the next weekend i thought I cannot get sick before this. So I was a little more preventative than usual in that case. But, but normally I just try to, try to eat healthy, make good decisions, and just hope I don't get sick. Fair. I think the winter here is very different because since we're both in the U.S., especially like for me, I'm from Boston. I mean, our winters are harsh. I mean, they are, they are painfully cold. Like you go outside and your body hurts. I can only imagine. So, I mean, heating is part of every building, part of anywhere you go, you're going to find heating. You're never going to see someone wearing a jacket inside because there's so much heat. Where here, it was so hard to get used to. A lot of buildings don't have central heating. So you go to a classroom and you're going to teach a class with a jacket on and a scarf. Sure, sure. Or in my apartment, I'm always wearing a sweatshirt. I'm wearing a sweatshirt. I'm wearing slippers, wool socks, uh, maybe a blanket, and like in a stufa, like right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know the feeling, yeah. I'm the same way. In, in my old house, it was very, very cold, especially in July. Let's just say I spent a lot of mornings curled up by the, by the little heater in my room, trying to motivate myself to get up and get moving in the morning. It's hard to do when it's so cold and you're fully bundled up in the house. And yeah, like you said, it's just culturally something different than what we're used to. So, but I do think it's, that is another reason why you see people getting sick in these winter months. You have this, this lack of heating. And so, like you said, people spend time inside with their jackets and their long underwear and their hats and typically things that you wouldn't have to wear inside. And funny enough, there were, there were actually times where I felt like it was warmer outside of my house than inside of my house. So yeah, it was pretty, uh, pretty interesting, pretty trippy. I completely agree with that, especially the way my apartment is. We don't really get a lot of natural light. And the winter months, what's strange here and I do not have in Boston is the mornings will be very cold and the nights will be very cold. But at 2, 3 p.m., it is like t-shirt weather. In Boston, when it's winter, it's obviously colder at night in the morning, but the daytime, you're not wearing a t-shirt. You're still wearing a jacket and gloves and scarves and hats. Here, it can be, you know, it can be super cold in the morning. I'll leave the house with two jackets, and by lunchtime, like you said, I'm sweating, and I'm in my t-shirt. So here, I think you have to prepare for the whole spectrum of weather with your wardrobe, with anything when you're leaving the house for the day, as opposed to other places, like we said, in the United States. You wear the same thing all day, and you'll be fine. So, yeah, you have a lot of people complaining about those temperature changes during yeah. this month especially. They always say dress in layers mm -hmm. when you're in Santiago. Yep. The other thing that I really noticed and we can relate to coming from the U.S. is the obesity problem here. Since we're talking about health, I actually read an article from the New York Times before I moved here and I was like shocked. I was like, wow, 
Chile has one of the highest obesity rates in the world. And I didn't know that about this country at all. And so when I came here, I kind of had my eyes open looking at everyone. And you, you don't really see it in Santiago because, you know, where we are in Las Condes, Providencia, Ninoa, it's all people who are professionals, all working. So they're more, you know, apt to exercise, have the money to eat healthier. So it's in like the smaller, lower income areas and just a lot of junk food. I mean, you can get a Super Ocho for what, like 10 cents? Yeah, something super cheap like that, yeah. And the, the amount of fast food places here, like they actually have McDonald's that only serves ice cream. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> we too. don't have that in the U.S. I mean, you go to McDonald's, it's not good for you, but we, like they have like even more McDonald's because they have just ice cream McDonald's. Right, right, exactly. And the soda we drink here, so much soda. Yeah, you see a lot of those the sodas. You know, something that makes me cringe is when I'm going to work early in the morning and I see someone drinking a can of Coca-Cola. I can't stand it. Uh, it makes me it makes my stomach turn almost to see it. But yeah, it's very normal, and you see the same kind of habits, the same sort of dietary lifestyles in the United States as well. So while it's different in where we are. You kind of see similarities in how people are treating their health, how they're treating their diet. And like you said, you know, it's it's not cheap to eat healthy. So for the people that are more lower income, maybe working a couple jobs, they don't have time to cook good food for themselves or their family. You look and you say, do I want to spend, you know, this much money on vegetables and all these good foods that then I'm going to have to cook? Or... I can just pop over to McDonald's and buy hamburgers for my whole family and we're good. But that leads down the cycle of you're eating unhealthy, your body becomes unhealthy and it almost becomes just a really a nasty dietary cycle that unfortunately we see too much. I agree. I think the, the biggest thing that I've seen here, if someone asked like, oh, why is the obesity problem so high here? And I would say bread. I think the amount of bread that people eat here is like, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. And it's not even the amount, it's the access. I mean, I can go into any store in the city and get fresh, delicious bread. Mm -hmm. you, you don't have that in the U.S. You like have to seek it out. Like you'd have to go to a bakery or you'd have to find that supermarket where they make good bread. But like you can get it at a gas station here. Right. It's everywhere. Right. And it's so cheap. So I, I think... If someone said, what's the biggest reason, I would say, I would say bread. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. There's lots of bread eating here. Lots of carbs. Yeah, I would say since I've been here, I've eaten the most amount of bread of my life. It's hard not to. It's just everywhere. Right, it's delicious. Who's going to turn down a maraqueta, a fresh maraqueta? Yeah. Yeah, so we covered quite a lot of topics. We went from smog to the heating systems to obesity. But I hope everyone survives this August, stays warm, and does not get sick. Yeah, everyone stay healthy out there. Get your vitamin C and make sure you make it to the end of the month. So again, if you get lost, check out that transcript and vocabulary guide. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes and just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.